this. The very first episode of the Old Green Plane podcast is brought to you by Silverhawk Aviation. Since 1991, Silverhawk Aviation, located right here in absolutely lovely Lincoln, Nebraska, which is actually incredibly beautiful outside today. But Silverhawk Aviation has brought customers the absolute best experience for charter flyers and pilots all over the Midwest. From a full lineup of Cessna Citation Jets to King Air turboprops, Silverhawk Aviation gives you the freedom to fly where you want, when you want. Travel in total privacy while you avoid the inconvenience of those long drives or long lines and weird and awkward pat-downs in the lines. Not only do they provide you the best-in-class charter experience, but Silverhawk is also a trusted services provider for all you pilots out there, of which I am not Craig Spilker, me. I am not a pilot. That's Colin Kniva. So from quick turnarounds for you pilots who need to just get in, fuel up, and get out, to FAA certified maintenance and the best-in-class avionics, upgrades, repairs, and maintenance, Silverhawk Aviation truly has something for all you aviation fans out there. So check out SilverhawkAviation.com again. That's SilverhawkAviation.com. Okay. This is the absolute very first Old Green old green Plane podcast. I don't know why I can't say that. It is fun because it's a chance for Colin and I. My name is Craig Spilker, so for those of you who don't know, I am not a pilot. I am the host, the main talker person, I guess. I don't know. The one with no real skills and talents. I, I cannot fly, fly, although I'm learning. Colin has been very gracious in letting me hold on to the handles. Uh, what do you guys, what do you pilots call them? But anyways, so Colin and I sat down on this episode to just explain what this is about. Because we've had a lot of questions. We've been shooting episodes now for about a month and really starting to take this serious. And it's, you know, to pardon the aviation pun, but it's starting to take off. And... It's been exciting, but at the same time, one of the things we want to do is be clear about what this is and what this isn't. So I won't get into details about what Colin and I talk about because we explain what it is. We also get into talking about our motivations, our families, our why, if you will, as to why the world needs another show and why the world needs another podcast. And it's truly because it's a great story. And I think all too often we forget that this isn't a race to have the best story or have the best conversation or have the best product or the best service or the best. It's just to appreciate another story, your friend's story, your family's story, your best friend's story, your coworker's story, that if we can for a second slow down and hear someone's story, we might be able to understand them a bit better. We might be able to close this gap that I think a lot of us sometimes feel. So. The one thing the Old Green Plane, the show, the podcast is not, this isn't meant to be a mouthpiece for us to get out our views. This is truly to appreciate a lot of the great people that we get to interact with, and we want to show you that because it's our goal and it's our hope that you'll then appreciate those around you and maybe the really the biggest goal is to meet you, to interact with you. We want to hear from you. And I know a lot of the podcasts or shows or online things you hear, or social media posts you hear say that, and really that's just a way to get more likes and more posts and more things. And that's true. We need that to grow. But really, it's about interacting. Colin and I are both a very social type of person. And I think that comes through in this episode because the other thing we are is we're friends. We're, we're colleagues. Uh, and so we bicker. We're like a couple <laughs> in that way. And so you get to hear that. And so uh, I'll let the episode do the talking. But again, 
I'm really excited if you're kind of taking off with us right now. We don't know where this is going to go. One thing we're always going to be true to form is we're going to be real. We're going to tell the truth. We'll cuss pry a little bit, maybe a lot. And uh, But we're always tasteful. We're always authentic. Uh, we try to be. And if we're never not, you can call us out. That's the promise. So without further ado, here it is, the very first episode of the Old Green Plane Podcast where Colin and I, Craig Spilker, sit down and explain what the hell it is we're getting into. All right, here you go. Craig, how are you? How was your weekend? I didn't even ask you that. I didn't. You just went right by me. Didn't even care. I didn't care. <laughs> That's what it felt like. I was like, oh, my weekend isn't interesting, Tim. No, actually, uh, I did follow along a little bit on social, so you made the breakfast at the uh, Tavern on the Square. I heard that was amazing. Having breakfast outside when it's really hot, I learned yesterday, is not good at all. <laughs> That's not a combination you want. I can take a barbecue, a burger, uh-huh. that's outside near a hot, you know, flame. Outside when it's 100 degrees and it's sweltering, it's, no, eating eggs and, like, things. <laughs> it's not. Even the body's not made to do it. Call it first world problems. But I <laughs> You said eating eggs out in the hot, <laughs> hot sun. So I, I, I start instantly, my mind defaulted to, like, something, you know, you and me or... You and me and Nick and Alec at the office. Oh. <clears throat> Something we'd try today, like, hey, should we see if we can cook an egg <laughs> on top of the grill and without turning it on? Or on the sidewalk and eat it. <laughs> yeah. No, it reminds me of is, is uh, g- being a kid growing up and going on camping trips. Uh-huh. And being like, <laughs> my dad being so excited to make us breakfast in the morning. I'm like, dad, you need to shut the hell up. I'm trying to go to bed. <laughs> This is horrible. I know where we are, dude. We're outside. Perfectly good inside back home. <laughs> like, our, like our friend AD, Aaron Davis, says, I ain't trying to hear that. <laughs> right, right. That I ain't trying to hear that. One, one t- you know, I got a funny story about him. Yeah, he was a past guest. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, but he, um, he ever tell you about the, the time I asked him to go hunting? <laughs> no. So he was sitting there, and, you know, we were kind of bonding and having coffee and talking, and it, he threw out, I should, you know, come over. I, I can't remember what he had going on. It was like a family function. And he said, hey, man, stop by. It'd be great. Yeah, AD, I will. Hey, you know, we're going to go hunting next weekend. Would you uh, Would you want to come? You know, that's like a big deal for a guy to ask you, yeah. you know, if you want. And he looked at me, and, I mean, he didn't. I was thinking he was going to say, well, yeah, y'all try it. He didn't even think think he was just like hell no <laughs> what, you want me to walk through a field carrying it no man i'm out mm, i'm good i ain't I'm even good. trying to hear you talk about that it's just trusting your gut right i have as, as a child i think to myself if i would have trusted my gut and legitimately told my dad that this sounds horrible right now to have eggs outside in 85 degree weather in july and yeah. cornhusker camp out by hebron nebraska like <laughs> i was a boy scout growing up right 
shit. <laughs> I would have said shit. I'm like, shit, dad, I'm good. <laughs> but well, think of your poor dad. I don't dude. do that. I didn't do that, dad. You know. <laughs> well, you know what it's like being a dad. Right. And when you're loading all that up, and you're oh. like, oh man, this is gonna be so much fun. And you, you, you know, you get to your spot. And you get camp set up, and the fun starts wearing off because, God dang it, I forgot a hammer. Why didn't I bring a hammer to put these stakes in? (laughs) Where's the hammer? Where's the hammer? And then, yeah, and then you. uh, They're enjoying it by running around. You're like. "Mm -mm." Yeah, kids are flying all over the place. And, you know, in in my case, Everly would want to. You can't see this, but right now I'm doing air quotes. Yeah. But she would want to help, and her help <laughs> right, would right. she would be wearing the the top of the tent as yeah. a veil, yeah. <laughs> and Childs would see it, so she would start marrying her. Right, right, right. Uh, so yeah, yeah. By the time you're done with a camping trip, you're just like, you know, the Instagram and the Facebook pictures make it look like a, yeah, goddamn Cabela's ad. But I tell you what, the experience, I'm with you, man. Why go camp and just run to Shields and walk around the camp and get this place? <laughs> they got bears you can take photos with. <laughs> See what I got this weekend? See, AD, I went camping with you. Well, that leads me into things we could talk about. But we should first set up yeah. actually what we are trying to do. We're trying to explain to anybody who decides to listen to this. Uh, so for, the, for those who don't know, and you clicked on something and it said Old Green Plain. And you're like, huh, I don't know what this is. And... You, you ended up here in this podcast or our first video, which shows you and I mm-hmm. both explaining kind of the idea of and really the plane, which we'll get into all that. Uh, but this is the Old Green Plane podcast, which is meant to be like a companion to each show. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I think is interesting, the thing that we'd like to I think we're about community and people. I think we are social people. Even do you, though, do you think we're social? I have a thought on that, which I was I think I can explain. But it's uh-huh. like I think we enjoy interacting with people on an authentic level right like if it's real like you and i are fairly big on like you meet someone will look at each other and be like "Eh, are they authentic are they being who they are yeah i think we i don't know why that is we can get into that later but that's i think that's what i value authentic interaction if i can get as many of those as possible i'll do it right right um but i mean (laughs) connecting with people via podcast isn't a true connection but if anything, they get to learn more about us. They get to learn more about our guests when we right. do the podcast with them. So it's a, a deeper dive into things that they watch the show and be like, huh, I wonder what Aaron Davis thinks, you know? And we get into, like, for instance, Aaron podca- the Aaron Davis podcast. We'd get into death. Mm. I mean, you listened to that, right? It was Oh, yeah. It's Man, kind of, he dove d- deep into that. And his explanation for it was amazing. Right. I'm interested to hear some of your thoughts on that, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, down the road, maybe. T- I don't know. We already what, talked about death? camping. On eggs in the hot air. <laughs> okay. Well, actually, so what I do has, I wonder if anybody has ever, and maybe you have, and I don't want to spend any more time on it, but this was weighing on me as you were talking about that. Have you ever done that experiment, experiment to see if you could cook eggs on a sidewalk or asphalt? No. It seems like a news thing to do in the Southwest or wherever it's hot. Yeah. You know? Why? I don't know. I'm just wondering. Well, have you? No. But uh, my question is, is, I mean, I struggle making eggs in a non-stick <laughs> pan. I couldn't imagine trying to peel one of them bad dollies off a course don't, sidewalk. Don't mind me. Just first course. Oh, <laughs> like okay. people walk by. Could you imagine people looking at you? Well, well, at least we're trying. If it was outside our offices here, the AMP studio... Oh, people just be like, oh, that's those guys. (laughs) That's those those guys. Which is really a good segue into us and the idea and all green playing in general. Because I do imagine people who watch this or see the video are like, oh, it's those guys out there 
doing another thing or and I think that's less about you know trying I mean we can get into failure and everything that we've both been through both professionally and otherwise but I think more than anything the old green plane podcast to me what it represents is an opportunity to connect with people so Mm -hmm. that's why you love bringing people up in the plane on six two tango Um, but it's also I think we both like to being (laughs) cooking hypothetically cooking an egg on a street is as much about seeing curious about huh will this cook as it is other people come see we're curious you should be curious too mm-hmm. right like we're on the like in this hypothetical scenario we're cooking because it's totally logical uh, legible to, or logical to me that we would do that and right. we would do it on the street and we would legit try to cook an egg yes it'd be about trying to cook an egg but anybody who walked by we want to include them in this curiosity that we both have about in this case cooking an egg. well don't you agree though whatever we do whenever we're doing something at the office and people walk by and they're like hey what it never fails. They stop and hey, what are you guys doing? Yeah, you know. But it's not. It's not that we're like egotistical pricks. I mean, no, we have large egos, not. and we'll gladly take. Never mind. But <laughs> I, I, I do you think we're. E- I don't think oh, we no, have no, no, large that's not egos. A, that's not a bad thing. I just think we're the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you're right. You're right. I'm gonna need two cups of coffee for this. So, I, I another thing I gotta tell you too is Mark will be mad at the sound of coffee being drank on this podcast but oh well uh, <laughs> so oh when we talked with Coash that time mm-hmm. uh, Colby Coash right Col- one Colby of their Co-Ash. other yep uh, gosh guests. what a dynamic dude <laughs> yeah I mean you, you look at our guests so far and mm-hmm. yeah Aaron Davis great great guy oh yeah right just alive electrical Colby Coash I mean, there it yeah. is. And then Nicole Fisher. Right, Nicole Fisher. Oh, my goodness. I mean, when, when she – she was so apprehensive at first. And when she got going, oh, that was, that yeah. was a thing of beauty. Uh, yeah. We had her for the episode. She's uh, she's from Washington, D.C. Well, she's not from there. She's from Missouri. From or Missouri. Louisiana, right? L- Louisiana. Originally Missouri, Missouri. Chicago, all over the place, mm-hmm. but then ended up in D.C. Yeah. And talk about a woman that is driving change. Yeah. And, I mean – pushes the status quo in mm-hmm. everything she does. You know, her and I met in I don't think there was an instant like friend vibe there. Mm-hmm. Uh but within 2 or 3 hours there was a definite like I think this woman could be my best friend. Mm. She is such a stud. What do you think led to that? Like, what do you think as you think through just meeting the person initially? Are people you've met in the past where you get that feeling after having met someone? Well, what, it, what do you think are the... It usually takes me some time. You, you know me. The, the one thing I can't stand is when people try to talk over someone mm-hmm. or try what? to... Yeah, you, you know, or try to make themselves seem bigger or better by mm-hmm. making you feel smaller or lesser. Right, right. So, but the thing with Nicole is she is so intelligent. She's so, well, you mm-hmm. met her. I mean, yeah, she's oh, yeah. so incredibly intelligent that yeah. I felt so stupid <laughs> talking to her. You know, but that's not the way she makes you feel. Absolutely not. And I think not. those are the people we genuinely like, like interacting with, which I think that's kind of a basic human thing. I think that's part of what we're tapping into. Right. Is that we want to bring people on. We want to introduce, you know, you, the listener, the watcher, the viewer to anything Old Green Plane does to this notion that maybe maybe the way you viewed getting to know someone just needs not change, that you're right. wrong. Just here's a, here's another way to do it. Get them in an uncomfortable position. Oh, my gosh. Uh, on right? a plane. <laughs> <laughs> in a plane. <laughs> right? Remember how uncomfortable she was? Oh, my gosh. We got to the end of the runway. Yeah. 
and I went to hit record and we didn't have a memory stick in it. Yeah. And so I was like, oh my gosh, so we had to back taxi. Yeah. Back to the ramp. On the runway. On the uh, runway. For, I mean, as a non-fly boy person, I don't. I need to explain it sometimes. Yeah. Terms. So yeah, yeah. So we had to ask Tower. Yeah. To give us taxi directions off the runway back yeah. into Silverhawk. Yeah. Running through Silverhawk, people looking at us like, "What the heck are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, I, I'll be honest with you. Since my only experience in life up till the last year and a half mm-hmm. has, with flying has been in the professional, commercial only big planes, Southwest deltas, right, you know. Right. Um, well, I don't know what they call commercial aviation. Is that what you call it? Is for you being a fly person? What? Yeah. Oh, what? Are you, what's the category for Southwest planes? Commercial. Commercial. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So then, exposed to the private side, mm-hmm. the the one thing that always seemed to remain the same on both was the respect for the the ground where the planes are. In other right, words, right. no fucking people are walking around on that area. They don't right. have a headphone or something. They, everybody something. You have something. You're holding a wand. I an love your action wand. of you holding wands. <laughs> yeah. Looks like you're milking a cow. Well, this is the luxury of having this is my general yeah. hand motion. So I don't good. know what to do with my hands. I'm like Ricky Bobby. But like, it, Especially it, on a podcast because when you, when you sit here and talk – no one can see us. No. So they don't even realize that I'm sitting here in my swimsuit. It's so damn hot. And I'm just sitting here shirtless. <laughs> yeah. The truth is, is that we made a makeshift sound booth with, you know, blankets around us. Hey, so. but Ben Penkinen liked it. He did. And no. he's a podcast doer. He's a many things doer. Yeah. But um, I mean, uh, the airport um, runway has so much respect. So for that, Nicole episode when we turned around to go fix a GoPro in my head I'm like uh, we're going to be in jail because <laughs> like, well, well, they don't let you mess around at all you know what I mean at least in my view which was a fun other thing to learn about your world the piloting world yeah well the thing everything is just communication mm. see if you think about driving a car the, the reason there's road rage is because there's no communication yeah. everybody's cutting everybody off yeah. nobody's using their directionals yeah. and so you know and then you're trying to race to get into the lane ahead of people yeah. and that causes road rage yeah <laughs> on an airport hey man i'm gonna go take a left right up here oh sweet man cut in front of me right or hey tower i need a back taxi the funniest you know in 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 respect for time though the funniest part about that when we forgot the the card mm-hmm. was you know nicole looked at me and she was like so what else have you forgot <laughs> <laughs> It's so true. Right. It's like, wait it's a second. so true. You forgot the most important thing of a vlog, yeah. which is the, the, <laughs> the piece video. that records your video. Video blog, right? <laughs> vlog, video blog. And did you turn on the fuel? Do you know about gas to make a plane fly? <laughs> oh. Do we have wings? <laughs> did oh you remember gosh. the wings? It's it's so true. What a, what a great thought. I feel bad now, even worse, because, <clears throat> excuse me, I was there joking. Yeah, laughing it, during the whole time. We we all were, but yeah. but to Nicole, you know, if Nicole wasn't, you know, such a chill person, yeah, and she she'll go with anything. She could she could speak with the president of the United States, and she's just as at home speaking right. to the janitor of the White House. I mean, oh, she right, just absolutely. and so for her, it was all a big, you know. Hey, Colin, I trust you and all. Yeah, but you forgot this. <laughs> Did you do your checklist? But you know, in she all fairness. We had the checklist done. Yeah, right. We Everything gotta, with the plane was ready in, to roll. We yeah. have to put in our checklist. Yeah. Make sure that there's memory cards <laughs> in the in the in the camera. 
This is going to be a, ply, a problem for, for us no longer. What's the, 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 the plane thing the, with the video recording inside? Flight flips. Flight flips. They are what hooking cool old thing. green plane up. For so. anybody who wants to shoot video, I will say this. Getting to know, again, the, the aviation culture. So if you're a person that found this podcast because you either A, know us, and you're like, what the hell are these people cooking up? Or B... Uh, because you're in aviation, or maybe let me say this, or you're into food, or you just you 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 heard something on our website and said, oh, that's interesting. It's a travel show, but uh, for the aviation fan who listens to this, I've, that's something I have been continually impressed by mm-hmm. and amazed by, and it's taught me about community a little bit more, which is the, the the inside culture of being a pilot or just being an aviation fan, because um, I think like these that we're able to do with flight flicks. Mm-hmm. Is able to showcase, you know, what's going on in, in the cockpit of old six two Tango, aka Butch, aka Old Green Plane. <laughs> you know, he does have a lot of AKAs. I'm never gonna say it like that. Everything. <laughs> sorry, I spit on you. <laughs> we need a spit guard. No, the, uh, why? I, you know, right. I'm just having my morning coffee and French kissing you. Yeah, very moist mouth yeah, this morning. No doubt. Very moist. Nobody <laughs> likes that word. That's why I say it. It is such a terrible. Or if you're word. an ASMR fan. Uh, so <laughs> I think the. the <laughs> That's also going to be this podcast is random ass tangents. Oh, to know you, you or me is to know just chasing oh. squirrels everywhere. Oh, my goodness. God. Every person yeah. who knows this is going, thank God they said that. Right. <laughs> yeah. They're get ready for Mind Olympics with this stuff. Oh, yeah. We'll go everywhere. But we but back to Flight Flicks. So I, 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 I've never met. The only way I met Ryan was, uh, and Ryan is the founder mm-hmm. of Flight Flicks. Now, this guy outfits all of the big dogs in aviation mm-hmm. and their whole business is built around aviation audio and video yeah okay yeah duh <laughs> and man i gotta tell you so i reached out to this guy on on uh on on instagram okay wow 2019 Think, 2019 <laughs> thinking yeah. you know he'll never respond to right me. right uh get an email or get a message back yeah shoot me an email at my Gave yeah. me his email address, and uh, so I did. Then we jumped on a call, mm-hmm. and here's a guy that is building a, a, a business and a brand. And I got to, you know, it's one of those things where we started talking on the phone, and and instantly it was it wasn't about him selling me a product. Right, right. It was him. Hey, what are you trying to accomplish? Wow, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm, right. Have you, you know, and then. It was me selling myself because I kept telling him, and this is kind of what I want to do. And, yeah. and then he would give advice, and he emailed me a schematic of a plane of how all the different angles look. Mm-hmm. And, and I would say, well, I kind of want this camera to do this, and he would challenge it. Mm-hmm. And, I, oh, man, he's kind of right. And I'll tell you what, man, it's just been a blast working with him and his team. But that's that's not just aviation. or yeah. I mean, that's just good people you right. anytime you do business, or expertise do, right expertise well and you know so as a business having founded multiple businesses right obviously one that i'm a part of with amped mm-hmm. luckily enough we've been doing this for amped a, a social employee engagement platform um which we love and we've been a part of it for almost five years now yeah. you've been part of it and having been the founder co-founder um part of it now for six years yeah yeah, yeah. but you know this having other ventures uniquely right like you're out there trying to it is convince someone of something right mm-hmm. selling is convincing but for you who believes in ant you're not trying to sell 
You're trying to, you're, you're altruistically trying to just tell someone about the good thing you have that might be able to help you do the thing you want to do, right? That's, mm -hmm. and when you connect with someone in this day and age, because cutting through all the bullshit of sales and Instagram retargeting and all the ways that mm -hmm. you get sold something, it's very hard to think, well, is this person being honest with me? Are they really trying to sell me something? Yeah. Or are they trying to, you know, really tell me the truth about what this thing can do for me? Yeah, let me authenticity. Let me, man. let me challenge that a little bit. Please. So, when, um, so you, uh, I think my number one, and I, you know, we've all heard the strengths finders. We've taken the strengths finders. We've we've assessed ourselves. I'm an includer, right. obviously. You know that, but I I personally feel relationships trump everything. Yeah, agreed. And so, you know, if you look at our our number one performing clients. You know the Brian Hart's, mm -hmm. the 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 Mary Lannings of the world. Uh, you know their CEO, Mr. Eric Barber. I mean, I've formed a friendship with him. Right. And it was uh, our friendship and our bond started much long before he bought my product. Right. Because it's not about selling a product. Right. It's about getting people to believe what you believe in. And once people, wow, I believe. Wow, Colin, you think that? I, I think that too. And, and I always tell people, this, if you believe yeah, that exactly what I'm saying. happy, yeah. motivate, motivated people perform at their best, yeah. if you, I, I believe that too. We should do business together. Yes, right. And we should advance this together. Right, right. <clears throat> and if you've noticed, a lot of times in our sales cycles, people drop off because we lose the, the to me, it's not about losing the sale. We, I'm friends with a number of the executives that mm. didn't buy our product. Right, right, you know, right. And, but, but the relationship is there. Right. That's what um, you're shooting for. But just like anything, things can be misconstrued or you know, misinterpreted because we all have our own biases and our own cognition that's separate from anybody else, right? So you're, you're on your own island making right. any decision. But I think what we're both saying, and it lends itself to what we're trying to do, is that there's a part of every person that's truly authentic and real. And right. you can find that in someone. It's different for different people, right? So if, uh, I don't know the person's story. What's the guy's name with Flight Flicks? Uh, Ryan. Ryan at Flight Flicks. Is he the founder? <clears throat> he is founder and president. It's Ryan Moore. Right. So anybody who's been on a thing on their own path, on their own trip, on their own journey, flew a plane, hypothetically, you know, symbolically, in a plane on your own, going mm -hmm. into the wind, you know what that is about uniquely, right? A mm -hmm. challenge. And everybody's had that in their own life. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I think we let, let too much get in the way of that, that sharing that one thing we all know. We've all experienced struggle. We've all believed in something and tried to give it to someone else, and they said no because yeah. they think of, oh, he's selling him because this, this. I mean, there's any number say of it, Say it. No. Use this term, snake oil. Please. <laughs> snake oil. You're a snake oil salesman. We Have know you ever bought people. snake oil? I did, and it was in. Nobody's ever tried to sell me fucking snake oil. Uh, no, I've if never. If you're listening to this would, and you sell snake oil, Do, would you please sell me some? Who's selling snake oil now? Well, I don't know, but I feel like if I had a snake, it needs some more oil. Okay, but let's be honest for a second. If there's someone out there selling snake oil, what are they really selling it for? There's someone out there authentically selling snake oil, and every time someone says that, he or she's getting really pissed. Like, God damn, I need that for my business. Snake oil. It'll cure. <laughs> It'll take away your <laughs> ringworm. What if it, snake oil is the number one cure for ringworm? And that poor person who's making snake oil out there oiling snakes, just putting a thing over snakes. Well, you have you ever been tried to? Uh, has anybody ever tried to sell you a smoke alarm system or a smoke detection system? What? You, yeah, 
I hope. What do you mean? They're the most oh, important part of home safety in some way. Oh, no. Okay. Now you're trying to sell me one. <laughs> See, that's just it. Dude, I had a guy come to our house one time. This is hilarious. So he sits down and he pulls out this big, thick ass binder folder. And I'm like, gosh, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> sign so up wait. for this. If you come in selling me smoke alarms and you first, your first move is to get a binder out, fuck that. Bro, I'm gone. he starts laying Yo, out. dude, I'm gone. I got to go. He starts laying out all these articles on our table of. Of house fires and he looks at me dead in the eye and he said colin you look like a reasonable man do you love your kids do you love your wife you gotta be kidding me right so how do i answer that no no actually i'm, I'm glad you're here bob because I, I i was kind of thinking about getting rid of them uh, is that what you're here to do what you do you know anybody in the insurance industry or? <laughs> so so that's what and yeah. so how would you you know heaven forbid heaven forbid you wake up and you have smoke engulfed in your house. How do you know your little ones are safe? And I'm thinking, oh. so I damn near signed the check right there. Yeah. Well, you look like an ass if you don't. Oh, I didn't though. <laughs> no, it's like being up at the counter. Does it make they me an ass? No, hold on. I got a better example. I got, cause no, obviously. Okay. You learn as a child at the earliest of age, what flame hot, you're, you know, your mom or dad being like, don't touch this. That's a, that's fire you know and then your body also knows it you feel that shit and you're like okay yeah i'm good i'm back off on that one duly noted so then what me and my best friend lumpy would do is light light (laughs) a ring on fire fire and try to jump through it (laughs) with our mini bikes i've done that too because we learned that we can get close to fire pretty close or if we jump over it so in my mind like that's a base thing that we've all understood because fires are bad fire bad right like Mm -hmm. that is real so yeah smoke smoke fire people salesman thank you you're doing a service just don't sell us with the fear quotient sell us let's just all assume that we all get the fires are bad and just sell us with this smoke alarm will also order you a pizza when you're hungry well hey smoke alarm you know what I mean? Like that's not real. I had another idea. Yeah, oh an idea. shit! Oh, if they had, but you know, here's the Amazon's thing. Now that you said that. that, you'll probably get an alert on your phone that <laughs> you know Domino's oh, is giving away two for one today or some <laughs> shit. We can get into all. Oh that my stuff. god! Yeah, we don't need to get into that. There's well, we might. we might. We but might. We might by way of inviting someone on to the show that is uh, into tech, into you know personal phones or something. Maybe Johnny. Hey, I thought I. we had a guy that's. Uh, we have a guy coming on. We got a guy. Everybody's got a guy. Yeah. I, what you need a roof, I got a guy. <laughs> For what? Gene. What are you talking about? No, so um, there was a gentleman that spoke at our chamber that that's what he does is cybersecurity for the uh, government. Mm-hmm. And I visited with him. Craig, after listening to this man for five minutes, I literally wanted to go back to rotary dial phones and move <laughs> into a flipping cave. I mean, this uh, guy, they yeah. are... Uh, everybody's being watched right and right and but it's not that it's not that it's big brother watching mm-hmm. us it's that we're advertising it yeah we're yeah. advertising it by enabling cameras on our computers yeah. our phones yeah. i mean yes, goodness yes gracious. track where i go yes give me alerts based on yes. location yeah yeah yes sitting my well, sit in my living room and turn on the radio and turn on my lights yeah. and and order my shoes it's a it's a I'm glad, I'm glad you bring this up because it's like uh i think one of the things about what we're trying to do with ogreen plain is to have people on that are relevant Mm-hmm. And that we're uniquely curious about. So I think what people are going to be kind of um, uh, aware of or a part of is our brains sort of making sense of our world today. Right. By the people we have on. So, yes, it, it, not to be egotistical again. Yeah, it's as much about you or I and the way we see people. That person seems cool to us. That person's got a unique story. That person's might be a little different than what I do, but let's have them on because they're doing cool research. Or right. they're a really good stand-up comedian or they're a really good actor, actress, right. you know. So I think that's part of, so to me, that's incredibly 
I'm very curious about that because I get scared about this notion of a lack of privacy. But what I'll say to this is what makes you good can make you bad. Oh, so the technology that we bring about to allow for better notifications. Mm -hmm. What's that? Starbucks? It's two ninety nine for a coffee today? I got a notification like that when I was at one of their competitors, right? Oh, my goodness. And we both know the power of technology. We right. are in tech. So we're aware of some of this. So we shouldn't play dumb either. Right. But at the same time, we are cognizant of that as tech builders. Like we don't. We're very mindful of creating notifications that are in line with when people would want them. You well, know? if we're not. Although I did go get that coffee from Starbucks. <laughs> like, fuck this. Let me get out of this line. This place sucks. <laughs> You're trying to take 75 cents from me? I'm going to Starbucks. <laughs> Do you remember Thank that? Thank you, Starbucks so, ad. So... Uh, <laughs> I love it when you say we, we're cognizant of it. We are cognizant of it merely because we have thousands and thousands of users on Amped. And if we slip up, oh. you'll get one lady. Oh. And, or a dude. Or, or a dude. You know, somewhere, and, physician and or something. Nance is going to reach out to you and oh. say, how the hell do you know it's my birthday? How the hell do you know? What are <laughs> yeah. you watching? Where are you, you guys at? <laughs> you connected the thing and agreed to say yes. Yes. Yeah. You clicked twice to say yes on a thing, and now we're doing the thing you said yes to twice. Yes, yeah. and you were mad at us. But anyway, so, but I mean, people keeping you honest is a good thing. I mean, well, here's the other thing. So the, the topic of that was curious to me. The topic of how social media has enabled us to be both more aware of a greater amount of people and created the awareness that you have access to a great number of people. Both can be so in this notion that we're have we have a podcast because you and I want to connect to someone that might want to listen to us. That's the only medium they can do that right. is listen to us. So now they feel connected. But if I mean, hopefully more than four people, which are all our friends and family, want to listen to this. Wait, we we have more than four people. I know more than probably twelve. But really? I'm kidding. What the point is is that whoever so chooses to listen to this, that's the way they connect with us. Social media kind of allows us a greater level of that, right? Right. But in the end. It's also what's creating the environment for discord. Mm -hmm. It's what creates this, you know, sometimes quick judgment thing nowadays, right? So it's, it's also what is making our society bad. So it's given us a great gift in mm -hmm. some ways how to connect because you or I, authentic people, we do. Shit, I would love for us to retweet and talk about what we got going on because we're out here trying to do it in a way that's authentic to begin with. You know what I mean? <clears throat> we believe in what we're selling. This ain't no snake oil shit. No, absolutely. So have, have you ever met or uh, do you follow uh, my friend Patrick Tyrants? Uh, that name is really familiar. I don't know. Patrick Tyrants has an amazing story. Mm -hmm. So, and and I, I think about him because I, I was able to connect with him on the phone uh, last Friday morning. Oh, nice. And uh, yeah, it was great. But <clears throat> so here's a football player mm -hmm. from Nebraska, mm -hmm. went to the pros, mm -hmm. uh, thought, man, is this really how I want to spend my life getting. You know, yeah. and he was a bruiser, man. If you've ever seen Patrick, I mean, really? that dude, he's literally one of those guys that you look at and be like, he'd run through a wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he just like actually beast of a, <laughs> yeah. a, a Kool Aid uh, guy. I believe he played linebacker for Nebraska okay, and yeah. just a beast. Yeah, and that, anybody else that knows him is yeah. just like, oh, yeah, Tyrants used to Athlete. just murder him. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but here is the most soft spoken, caring gentleman. Went to, so left the NFL, went mm -hmm. to med school, mm -hmm. became a surgeon. Wow. But he believe you know he's not the typical. Here, this is wrong, so have another pill. This is and, mm. and, and oh, that pill is affecting you. Well, here's another pill. So mm -hmm. he believes in exercise mm -hmm. and holistic approach to mm -hmm. medicine. Mm -hmm. And he's an orthopedic surgeon. Mm. But when I was connecting to him, he he does a lot on socials about you know health and well being. So the, the guy is just. I tried to. Uh, 
he was doing pull-ups uh, mm-hmm. last week, and so I was like, oh, I'll rip out 10 pull-ups. Well, I'm talking to him on the phone, and he said, yeah, that was – that was my fourth set, and a friend of mine said, "If you don't, if you don't capture it, it didn't happen." So I just ripped out ten for my fourth set, and I was like, <laughs> but, "So, so I'm gonna wrap this up with a point here." We got all the time, he, man. He uh, on one of his Instagram posts, he well, I'll find it. It was his yeah, last one. But he talks about a society so has the ability to be so well informed mm-hmm. and has access at their fingertips to so much knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yet we don't, what do we do with it? Right. Right? Right. And that's... He's saying that that access is not being used properly or like that all that we're able to do by searching Google now is just turned into like, you know, simple what I want escapades. Well, Selfish searches and shit. Not like a real curiosity about the world. So think about this. Mm -hmm. We have... We have the... um, We have the knowledge that smoking cigarettes and especially teens today vaping we have we know that that shit's bad for you (laughs) like it's killing kids yeah popcorn lungs are a real thing they're fine popcorn lung is a huge thing with vaping so what he's saying is we have the knowledge at our fingertips but through socials Mm -hmm. people are making this look cool so people are buying like you know look back on the 60s and 70s -hmm. and my dad started smoking when he was 13 because society yeah. told him to right 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 it's another way of of adding uh well nudges you know that simple nudge towards an activity or behavior sometimes it doesn't have to be overwhelming or your parents telling you do or don't that don't do that so here's a here's his last post and his name is patrick tyrants yeah give why don't you what's his handle uh, handle is p-a-t-r-i-c-k dot t-y-r-a-n-c-e patrick tyrants spelled that shit out yeah, man. Nice. I, I, and I didn't do like Papa Bravo. <laughs> uh, anyway, so his last uh, quote is, we have at our fingertips access to more information and data than just a decade ago. And in the age of information, ignorance is a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we know this yeah. shit's bad for us. Yeah. But our irrational, mm-hmm. you know, internalizing yeah. human being Cognitive nature. Cognitive dissonance. Is, exactly. And yeah. we choose... It's not gonna happen to me. That's well, ignorant. Well, dude, what a it's like you it's like your co-host of a video blog and pod, podcast. It's it's no different than than really what the the spirit of this was, the the idea where this originally was born. Mm-hmm. You have you the pilot who grew up around it, which we need to tell the story, and then me who did not, and right. frankly was downright didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And then we. The first time you got me up there, it was great. I was I will never forget you banking hard over the house and you handing me the phone, your phone with hey, get some shots. And fucking I would assume we were on our sides. <laughs> like I would assume we were straight up just on our sides, like about to do a barrel roll. But really it was probably like ten degrees of, you know, turn. But to me, feeling you know, this wasn't a big old plane. It was a small thing with a t- piece of tin in my brain that connected, you know, it was the only thing between us and the ground splat mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but banking then i remember being so scared when you handed the phone to me being like i can't move my arms my arms have to be tied to this thing here the the old shit handle right the there handle. so my point is like i got up there and then after we landed what was on the other side of my ignorance was a newfound awareness of oh that wasn't that bad right that my assumption that it was gonna be so bad that we were gonna die that's where my brain was going like, we're going to crash and we're going to die. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking before we got up in there, like, why am I doing this? I have kids. I have young kids. And it's and there's always an element to that 
up flying a plane, driving in your car, <laughs> standing, <laughs> being outside with a club, a golf club in the rain and the thunderstorm, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's always a variance of. Do you know anybody that's died in a plane rash, crash? Uh, no, mm. not even close. Or been in a terroristic, you know, I, my right. brothers have served and been overseas, but they were in the service. They were like you, you know, a member mm-hmm. of the armed forces. And I don't know anybody who's ever died in a terrorist crash. That doesn't mean that it doesn't real. Right. Doesn't mean that I don't have a right to be scared by it. But we need to keep that in. That's what but I'm we, saying. My, Other side of that is it's not that bad. Right. Just do it. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, you know, I, 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 I don't know if statistics can are fair when it comes to this because yeah. they say more people die in car wrecks every every year right, than right, right. plane wreck. But more people are in their cars. Right. right? And, and so it, I don't there's always context to every number. Every number. But has I, con- I, that's both and both this and that. That's how you had to visualize all that. But this morning I was talking to my neighbor, we were, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and he was telling me that he had to cut his vacation short because I asked him how his vacation was. His aunt and uncle were driving back from a polka fest, mm. and, you know, here's just two people just recently mm-hmm. retired at a, doing a polka competition. I didn't know they did these, but mm-hmm. get in their car, take off for home, and a semi crashes, crashes into him and kills him. <sighs> Boom, like that. The, the semi driver oh apparently goodness. crossed the center line and smoked him. <clears throat> I hate that one. I'm sorry yeah, about yeah. that. But <laughs> anyway, so three weeks ago, a good friend of mine, I had seen him. We just had a beer on a Friday night, and Monday morning he does the thing that he does every single Monday morning, drives to an auto auction. Across mm, the center yeah, line, yeah. gets smoked oh, by yeah. a semi. Yeah. And doggone it, and I personally don't know anybody that mm-hmm. has – because our type of aviation, mm-hmm. if you're in a big jet – and unless if you're with Sully Sullenberg, who I don't think is flying anymore, yeah. or a, another pilot qualified like that and has access to the Hudson River, mm-hmm. if you get in a wreck in that thing. Uh-huh. Or if you're Tom Cruise and you're G- Maverick, Top Gun reference. But yeah, he didn't fly. Uh, he didn't. Or was real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it was real. But my, my point is, is that if you're going, something happens in those things, you're an, a, a, a guided missile. Yeah. Something happens uh, in a small plane. Right. You you turn into a glider. Right. Right. Unless if there's a midair collision or something yeah. like that. But that's hence the respect for communication. Absolutely. It's why you guys are so such a community. Right. Because it requires interaction. If right. we could have a community of drivers, like, wouldn't it be cool to be a part of the largest community on, not Earth, but at least in America, let's say, mm-hmm. which is drivers. <laughs> like, but here's herein is the lies the problem at scale. 310 or 370 million people in this country, it's it's completely illogical for us to assume that we'd all get along. Mm-hmm. But we can connect on things that are, I love, this is why I'm fascinated by lowest common denominators. Mm-hmm. Not in that like, I think two is four is lowest common denominator, math nerds out there. I say nerds lovingly, by the way. Right. I look up to nerds. I hope to be one someday. But those those things of boiling things down to the most common point finding a way for you being a pilot and me being scared to death of mm-hmm. it to find both a lo- both find a love in aviation in some way the same way is what this is really about right that you the aviation fans are going to follow this because they hear talking language like niner niner tango talk i don't know what is that called that speak <laughs> for moby m4 <clears throat> my brother does it yeah, my ex-wife aaron is a cop she makes all that but there's got to be a lang- that type of language right like I don't know, man. Cop speak. <laughs> man, this makes but, me look like a shitty pilot. I think, is it just lingo? I don't, I don't know. People tell us, please. But, I think it's just but, form, a form of communication. The point is, is that there are these things that we can all uniquely share. Your mm-hmm. pilots will share that. You also then, connectivity, will share that with 
cops or first right. responders because they right. speak that way. It's the, and so my point is, is like, here's what we can all at least assume to agree upon is that we can all find something that we connect with. Everybody, right. every person on earth, every person we interact with, be it as far away from us the way we would be or as close to us, we might be able to find a way to connect with them. And that's what Old Green Plain is about. And I think there seems to be themes that get you there. Mm-hmm. Doing something that's uncomfortable, right? Some, mm-hmm. that's, you know what I mean? Like you starting a company. You had to be nervous as hell getting ready to start, you know, Amped and Tech Idea. Well, yeah. or some I, I version. I don't you think been nerves is the right. So, Craig, but you, you know. But you know what I mean? I'm Anybody who's a new entrepreneur. <laughs> I'm unemployable. Well, an entrepreneur. Right, right. You would uh, get that. Nobody wants to hire me. I don't blame you. Well, uh, I think uh, you're a, a a fine worker. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. Yeah. Uh, I want to go back, though, because you were talking about the largest community. Right? Mm-hmm. Not drivers. Think about this. Mm-hmm. We have in Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, snacks, uh, um, Snapchat. Oh, all yeah. The- Snapchat. <clears throat> I would like to start Snapchat. <laughs> hey, could you bring me them Doritos? <laughs> no, I'd be more like, hey, look at this. These are Chips Ahoy's. <laughs> <laughs> Guy, could you imagine if there was a snack check? You, you it's and a I, Snapchat, but it's just snacks. Yeah, it's a snack. you and I would be like 450, but we just love that. But, I'd have the most followers on earth, man. Yeah. All the random ass shit that Look I eat. Look what I'm snacking on. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, we could do a whole episode on the shit you eat. And and, and it would be so Mayo impressive. sandwiches. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so we have that right now mm-hmm. in Facebook and Instagram and all these social Yeah, it's networks. true. That really is The problem is. is, I believe that people use them. For their, instead of building each other up, mm-hmm. we're tearing each other down. Right. Because, right. hey, I believe this, so you should too. And if you don't, I hate you. Right, right. <clears throat> They're not coming out and saying that. Right. But they kind of are. It's, yeah. it's it, 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 you know, it's passive, so much passive aggressiveness. Oh, gosh, yeah. And, and that just Keyboard sucks. Keyboard warriors. It does suck. Because well, it goes back to the both and, right? It's both the thing that makes us good. Social media is giving us access to people, but then mm-hmm. also this, right? You know, there's that that old saying: if you have to stand for something, or you'll fall for everything. Right, right. I, I understand that mm-hmm. statement, but that says, I think people take that and break it down, and they say, "Well, I'm going to get on Facebook and I'm going to post this, and God damn it, you better like it." Right, <laughs> right. And right. if you don't, then you're not the person I want to hang with. Then right. you're not the person I want to hang with. So, you know. I, talked about this with a friend of ours, Audie Quinault, oh, yeah. one night mm-hmm. at Shannon's Co-founder of party. Open Doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Former Husker football player. Great dude. Just great awesome dude. dude. And we were, we were talking about, <clears throat> you know, at the... We're going to do 15 more minutes. Okay. We can say that Perfect. Here. Yeah. So um, 15 more minutes left, people. Well, we'll wrap up. He, he, <laughs> no, we, no, 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 no. But uh, this minutes. thought was uh, when we looked at... Uh, so he's reading this book called Sapien. Mm. And it's interesting because it, it breaks down man from the dawn of time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the points he made was when, if you go back thousands and thousands of years ago and and there were all these little pods mm-hmm. of, of humans, but they were very small because none of them had a core belief. Right, right. So they would battle each other and they would kill each other. Yeah. And he, he broke it down and he said, so think about things like religion. It started to bond people into yeah. a belief. Right. And if nobody, if you don't have a belief, if everybody doesn't believe in something, then you, you distance yourself. Yeah, right. So all of a sudden, the colonies or pods or groups or whatever. Tribes. You, mm-hmm. Tribes started getting bigger and bigger mm-hmm. based on a common belief. Right, right. And so 
I can't wait to read that book. But yeah. that to me just yeah. interests the hell out of me because here we have on Facebook the opportunity. You and I are, you know, best friends. Yeah. We have a lot of different beliefs. Right. <clears throat> but you and I have never been like, well, fuck you, Craig. Right, 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 if right. If you don't believe in that, yeah. then you and I are, you and yeah. I have a respect for, yeah. hey, man, you know what? That You're right on that. Yeah. Well, there could be something else that you may have not, like, it would it would be like if I was a, it would be like me not wanting to fly. Right. Knowing now what you know, right? Having the history now that I know, this is why, you know, um, looking back, what's that? Hindsight's always twenty twenty. Right. But th- in that moment, it'd be like being frustrated because, hey, you're just on the other side of a plane ride that will not make you as scared. And right. like, do I still get nervous? Yes. But it's also, that's why I love the SIP, uh, SIP test versus the full can test. You know about that? No. Any advertising people know, should know about this. It's fairly common. It was in the, eight, I love it. It's one of my favorite studies because I believe everybody fall into two categories. But even not, they fall into both. Different behaviors fall into both, and I'll make sense of this. They did a study in the mid-'80s with Coke and Pepsi. Okay, I remember that. Right, and it was done – so the, it was most people who are child, children in the 80s or who are aware of the SIP, t- SIP test, right? Mm. The 9 out of 10 people choose Pepsi over Coke. And briefly, Pepsi had got back market share. In fact, today, the, the bump in market share they got is wildly responsible for this moment, that people were seeing ads that said 9 out of 10 people choose Pepsi. And the truth was, because it was a real study, they presented it as an authentic study. Look it up right now on YouTube, anybody, you know, it takes Dude, taste I test. totally remember that Well, study. I'm saying someone who's listening, if, if oh, they want right, to. right, right, right. And eventually we will. I want to have a computer here so we can look it up and watch it. But so it Wait, was. did you just say eventually we want to have a computer back here? <laughs> <laughs> we are Someday. literally in the office of a software company. I think we have a few computers. There's a server laying I, under I there. Know. It takes setting it up. Right, But right. the point is, that, so the story is that. Someday I want to have the effort. Yeah, I have to move my hands. Right. <laughs> but so they do the study, and what you come to find if you actually look into the study was that, oh, here's what they did. They did a sip can test, and then they did a full can test. The sip can test, the immediate taste test, 9 out of 10 people, yes, they chose Pepsi. I don't know if those are the exact numbers, but yes, it's right around there, 9 or 10, 4 out of 5. But more people than not chose Pepsi for a sip can test. But then they'd actually uh, drink a full can and people overwhelmingly chose Coke. So here's the thing that it poses. You meet someone, you're gonna make a judgment. You hear Mm -hmm. an idea, you're gonna make a judgment. We're not saying, I'm not saying at least, let me say this is a personal philosophy, we can get into what your thoughts are and I'm interested to hear this, is we're not saying that your sip can test was wrong or that your initial gut instinct was wrong. It could be that maybe you should drink the rest of the can to find out the total story. Right. That things are both this and that. That the plane flight, getting in the plane that day with you was both about, yeah, it's going to be scary because you think this way now. Right. But you're going to be <laughs> a little bit less scared after you land because you're going to learn about flight. Mm-hmm. You're going to learn that pilots like you take this very serious because it requires that. Right. And that's going to give me a little bit more of an awareness and an ease. And that was the full can. And now right. I have to. So that's what that means to me. And that's why I think you can never judge someone book a, on a just on their first test, but you can, because mm-hmm. there might be truth there. They might be that way. You know, they might just be sip can test people, you know, or full can test people. Uh, you, you know, and that, you know, that, that is such an interesting take on humans because, you know, we're taught, go with your gut. Right, Your right. gut is always right. Right. Your gut can be wrong if you're able to stomach the whole can. Yeah, well, tell um, us. Go ahead. Sorry, I cut uh, over so I, w- I, was just gonna, I was just going to follow that up when you say, um, you, you know, we all don't have to believe in the same thing 
except for just think if we all had the belief of don't be a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't judge. And just don't do and that if shit. If you don't think, yeah. Man, I'm in a group of people and there's no assholes here. Yeah. You might be the asshole. <laughs> right? It might be you. Yeah. So yeah. so it might be you. So just don't be the asshole. Right. <clears throat> and it, if we treat everybody with respect mm-hmm. and open arms mm-hmm. and the ability to just chill out. Right, chill the fuck out, please. And 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 and, and by all means, man, don't let differences just separate us. Let them bring us together. Find them. Find out. Find just ask out. questions. Be curious. Yeah. I, I was. I cut How did in. This turn into a man. This is an awesome. This this went from aviation to. Do we even have an old green plane? Or do no, we? no. But this is uniquely what this yeah. is about. I it think. Is. And this... it's about it's about other things too. Real quick, right. I want you to tell a story because I think it's about that. You were flying back from, I think you went to marysville or no you went somewhere in kansas it the, tell me the story about the day your engine the thing cracked and you were up in air and you got the like you know what oh i mean oh my the, goodness yeah and it, so real quick to frame that for someone who's listening who's not a pilot in my brain if i'm up there mm-hmm. that's when my brain goes to we're gonna die right but for you so sip can test for me mm-hmm. gonna die you as a pilot knowing having been through multiple cans which <laughs> of drink or whatever mm-hmm. having been in the plane more than once and having been trained right you kicked into your mode which was so tell the story so i think it's i love it yeah so we uh we actually i was getting ready to fly a friend of mine asked me if i'd fly him and his girlfriend out to um <clears throat> let's see uh, we were gonna go to a wedding yeah okay and then he and his girlfriend and Angie and I were going to fly to Chicago, and they were going to leave from Chicago and take off. Mm-hmm. So then Angie and I were going to fly back. Mm-hmm. We were just going to spend the weekend together. Yeah. So that Wednesday night prior to that, my son, who was getting his pilot's license at the time, we uh, <clears throat> thought we'd go, let's, hey, Calvin, let's go out evening, watch the sunset, and just test things out because it had just gotten back from annual. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, a couple months prior. But I, before a long trip, I always just like to fly the plane around, just yeah. check everything out. So we were headed towards, we were going to fly south over Kansas, and we thought we'd fly over the city first. So we got on climb out, we were at 3,800 feet, and we heard this loud boom. I mean, it was the loudest, most earth. I imagine that's what it would feel like to be a fighter pilot and have a missile hit you. Mm. Right, because mm. as it turns out, we blew our exhaust it, manifold. It like shook the plane and stuff off <laughs> the engine, which sent it in balanced. So the engine started vibrating violently. It's mm. called catastrophic engine failure. Mm. <laughs> and so it the, That's not like an alarm that goes off in the plane, right? Catastrophic engine failure. If uh, I have to right. hear that shit, I will be like, <laughs> Oh, I'll be yelling. Huh? No, no. Huh? So, uh, What's but that? The, then the the plane is designed to when when it has vibration it has safeguards so mm-hmm. the, uh, the bulkhead on my propeller cracked <clears throat> and mm-hmm. so now the propeller is leaned back and rubbing against the plane yeah like the actually like chewing up parts yes of the plane. <laughs> you, you saw the plane yeah no i did but for those who don't understand like me who didn't when you first told me and i thought holy right shit. aluminum's ripping yeah it was interesting oh my gosh so the plane's just shaking violently and my son looks at me dad what the hell was that you know he's he's a, he was 18 at the time my goodness and uh so anyway, I, I was like, Calvin, grab that checklist and start reading off. And so he, we turned towards the airport. I called, and all I said mm-hmm. was, hey, we, we had we, something happened. We got to come back. And they were like, D- are you declaring, declaring an emergency? I said, no, I think if we can't make the airport, there's a field off to our left. Mm-hmm. We can easily make that. 
but at that time we, we were climbing out we were about 3800 when it happened we made it to 4200 so I there's a calculation and you look at your glide slope when you pull out your checklist you can see you know you, so you establish what's called a glide speed mm -hmm. so we calculated 70 knot glide speed and we did our miles and we were just gonna make the airport mm. so tower uh, said go around or get into a left downwind for runway 17 and I said we can't make runway 17 mm -hmm. we're gonna have to land with a tailwind on runway 35 mm -hmm. so uh, the the uh, can the, the tower uh, cleared all the aircraft away from Lincoln and oh, we, man. dude, we, it was either treatment. that it was well, you have to. Well, they so a distressed the, yeah. pl a distressed plane has, has yeah. trumps every other thing. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we um, as we were we were set up for final, and I'll never forget, you know, the look on Calvin and I just had that moment where I looked at him and I was like, "Hey, son, we're gonna be all right." And he looked at me and he was like, "Yeah, we got the airport now." Yeah, <laughs> that's he glide crazy. that plane down that's and crazy. just over the interstate, over the fence, touched it down, and you know, we get out. We're like, "I don't see anything except for we could see ripped aluminum, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. no oil coming yeah. out." So we pushed it into the hangar, and the next morning, you know, it was, "Hey, your plane's totaled." Yeah, and holy uh, shit! Oh, it was nuts, dude. When you text me that day, and you literally think the words were, "I, I we had a in in flight uh, f a failure or something like yeah. that." I remember being like, "Oh my goodness!" Because you had asked me to go, and right. I had just had been busy, and I remember you telling me you're trying to like, "Yeah, we're gonna go down here, and it's got a really good place to eat." And I was like, "Nah, I'm good," <laughs> you know. <laughs> Which thankfully my nerves saved me from that day because that might have yeah. been the like. Oh, you would have been shit. Well, there would no, shit. there would not be any old green plane, with the exception of. When you're in a stressful situation and you make it out, yeah, you learn to appreciate. If I can go through that, I can go through exactly. Anything. This is the full can. This is the sip. Something presents you with something uncomfortable. Just trust that maybe there's another version on the other side. Right. There are. There are. And yes, the truth is there are statistically moments there where that would have meant bad things. Right. Right. That exists too. That option exists too. But it's better to just at least go <clears throat> keep going. That's the thing about first responders, people who face fear up right. front. It's, it's, and this is also what creates, sadly, PTSD and things like that because they're asked to normalize that. They're asked to come back into the regular society, us, mm -hmm. and just make normal. Don't, don't let me think about that because I don't want to think about what that's right. Instead, we should all become aware of what that experience is like for right. them, for you. That's why the story to me was really interesting because I was like, fuck, dude, you just decided to keep going and like make the best of the what would strike me as like I'm gonna just let go and cry and curl up into a ball I know that's not what would happen right, right right but from the outside in again you know that's what it looks like to some people and that's why this is really about trying to find a way to get people to see someone from a different perspective learn their story who they are do something uncomfortable but today. starting a Eat business Craig new. is is so you've been involved in a startup business now for about uh, what eight eight years nine years because yeah. you were at another but yeah so <laughs> we're flying a catastrophically failed engine from the start yeah right because you know You're designed 98 to fail. percent mm -hmm. of yeah. all startup businesses fail right. within five years right so for you to say, I don't know how I would react, you show up, you dress up, you show up, and you do the work. Right. And every, you know, it's it's just keep moving forward. And mm -hmm. you look at, you know, uh, I think that's just life. Well, right. We're, we're designed as human beings. Most of the shit that we, we go through stress, we, we put it on ourselves. Without a doubt. You know, yeah. and, and self-inflicted. So if we just 
jump up, and that's one of my favorite things about aviation, mm -hmm. and I've said this before. When you're a few thousand feet off the ground, you know, you're a thousand, like yesterday morning I flew and we were 500 feet off the ground just cruising around. Mm, it was wow. so cool. Yeah. You could see people riding horses. You could <laughs> yeah. see fishermen. Yeah. You know, we were right down right there. Right there. Mm -hmm. Slightly it was above. so fun. Mm -hmm. But the higher you climb, mm -hmm. I love to f climb and fly over cities, Lincoln, mm -hmm. Omaha, Chicago, you, know, you name it. I love mm -hmm. flying over big cities and looking down and you can't see one person. You can't right. make a, a human being out and you realize wow, I am so insignificant. Yes. My problems, right. they seem like the world, right. but if you break it down into bite-sized chunks, right. i.e. when that engine went out on the plane, right. it wasn't about, you know, hey, we got to get this plane down. It was, I have to keep flying this plane. Right, right, right. right. And if you just keep flying your plane. I'm just one person. I'm not important. Let me just do this. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what we said, you know, when we first shot the video version of this, which is an mm -hmm. explanation of why we're doing it. Um, which we said, you know, having perspective, it might be like being the astronaut, astronauts talk about, especially the ones who went to the moon 50th, you know, anniversary of the um, Apollo moon landing, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and that third guy, which always hates to be the third guy. But we're going to get to talk to Clay Anderson, an astronaut, in one of the episodes, which is going to be awesome. Cause I, I want to wait. I want to ask him that question because it's the same for you, right? Mm -hmm. So it's the same. And it's that as your perspective changes, you grow, have a greater respect and awareness and appreciation for that thing. As it changes, your relationship changes, whatever that thing is. Mm -hmm. Once you start to step away from it, if you appreciate it, you start to have a greater appreciation for it. So it could be your kids. If you remove yourself from your kids, you'll never know how much you love your kids if you've been through divorce and have to walk away from them or just for oh, whatever reason can't be with them. Or, or if you're a married parent and have to go on a trip, right? We've mm. all, or even if you don't have, a, if you're a dog parent and you board them and you see them the first time uh, after you've boarded them. I will not cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but it's the same thing. And, and that's why I love astronauts because they've had a very, very, very rare uh, perspective of our world. And so I think that's what every, so everybody we, we bring on, a chef, a comedian, an astronaut like Clay Anderson, you know, Larry the Cable Guy, Burt Kreischer, anybody else we get a chance to talk to in the future, be it famous or not, be it just like us or not at all like, like us, I think the goal is to, through Old Green Plain, find that thing that binds us all and right. maybe do it through not only just uh, pushing back your fear because that's a theme of today what we've talked about, but that's not it. Shit, mm -hmm. this stuff is fun. Getting to go eat at really cool places, love. I mean, just like Barnstormers up in Norfolk. Yeah. Such a unique place, which is where this idea came about. Uh -huh. You sat there and had an idea for a video blog, and I went, what if we also went and just ate and drank and talked to cool people and made it <laughs> well, uh, I an think interview the, show? <clears throat> I think the coolest part about what we're doing is it's not just for aviation yeah, geeks like point. myself mm -hmm. you know one of the things that that you've been adamant about is let's not bring guests on to pitch an agenda right like most shows do yeah right, i want right. to bring a guest on and and just get to know that human yeah. being yeah because at the end of the day we are all one right right and right. to know someone's true story and to break them down oh wait that person is uh i was t i was visiting with a young man uh the other day and and he said <clears throat> His new motto in life, his, his so his growing up, his idol was Michael Jordan. It's mm, a good one. And now his his his, his uh, belief is, you never want to meet your idol, mm. because when you meet your idol, they could let you down. Mm. And so he had worshipped Michael Jordan mm -hmm. for years and years and years, and finally almost had a chance to meet Michael Jordan, but Michael Jordan you know, time ran out. And so he turned around and left and mm -hmm. he was like, wait, 
that's not. Yeah. So yeah, it, that's not what I thought that would have right. happened. This, this per- my hero would have came you to me. You never want to meet yeah. your hero or idol. And it, yeah. gosh, I, I've thought about that so often mm-hmm. since he said that because it's so true. You, yeah. you know, but there's but, certain things that are pretty good in our imaginations and might want to stay there but then also it's this thought of well maybe michael had to go he had a thing to go to he did he did yeah unfortunately so that's the problem is you never want to meet your idol because you stand in line stand in line and all of a sudden okay that's it right or but or no soup for you that you do and he goes you know maybe it's different because it's hyper famous dude like that right right but it's also that no he's got a story too he's got a reason too so don't jump to that no, you, you know, but, the, but I know what you're saying. Exactly. Like it's sometimes these things are easier in our brains. So I think it's a lesson in like, maybe we don't put them up so high. Let's not make them so have important. There's no, I don't have idols. Like I don't look up to some people so much that I just copy and paste. Right. I, you know, yeah, I, exactly. Uh, but I have met some pretty famous people. Yeah. I learned from a lot of people. My perception. Of, Without a doubt. Right? Uh, yeah. There's some assholes out there. There are exactly. And it goes back to. Don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. It's the number right. one rule. Um, we got to wrap up, but I do want to make sure. So, the, you know, we'll probably, fuck, dude, we're just going to have to do this again. Right. There's well, too I much here so. to unpack. Yeah. Uh, not only that, we got to get, another time we got to get into the plane more. I'd love to talk about the history of plane. You know, if you don't know, uh, it's Colin's father's plane. Mm-hmm. Hence the reason why it's named Butch. Um, so I think we want to make sure that's something people know about, but I don't think today is it. Because we gotta so go meet someone. We have yeah. lives, yeah. and we cannot sit here and talk in the back of our office <laughs> at each other. You know, the funny thing is, you can hear people coming in, yeah, and uh, they're probably like, "How come those two aren't here working yet?" Yeah, or I think someone opened it up, looking back. Nick was probably like, "Oh, these guys recording their podcast things. Right. I'm gonna let them go." But uh, I, I was carrying, I was carrying the microphones down the. Uh, uh, down the alley this morning and a friend of mine drove by and he goes, Hey, it's Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> <laughs> is that all Anthony? Shout out, rest in peace, Anthony Bourdain. It yeah. was his birthday. I think it was national yeah. Anthony Bourdain day this weekend. Was that his birthday? I thought it was just a, a couple weeks ago had been his, uh, yeah. he had passed away. Um, it was chef's day too. Oh, they was it? Chef's day. Oh. Cause, uh, Adam Dod- Dodsworth, who's going to be a guest. Yeah, that's right. Uh, chef and here he, locally. He, he posted about, it was chef appreciation day and yeah. shout out. So they, they named it Anthony Bourdain. Day. Oh, he's one of the inspirations for the show, man. Absolutely. Trying to connect people through a bite of food, bro. Right. So, um, but yeah, no, it actually, so if you're, if you've listened this far, you're, you want to hear a wrap up. We don't do that, but I will say we're going to try to have people on from all walks of life. Famous, not famous foodies, not foodies, go to cool places, go to boring places that have interesting people on, uh, find out, learn about why, why are tornadoes? One of our guests is a researcher here at the university who's studying why are tornadoes seemingly getting stronger? It feels like they're getting a little intense. And for you pilots, I think it's interesting to be aware of like, what are the changes in atmospheric and the clouds? Cause you talk about clouds all the time. time. So I would love to hear from your perspective, what does a pilot take from that? But also from me being on the ground, mostly uh, being fearful of these things, growing up in tornado alley, it seems like they're getting more intense. Right. Um, Another researcher, Dr. Jeff Stevens, he researches uh, the connection between dogs and humans. He's going to be one of our guests. You're a dog owner, you know, dog dogs are everywhere these days. I think Kevin is a human. I think Kevin is a human. Kevin, Kevin from Chocolate Lab. We, he's, yeah, he, he's a dude. He's a dude. Um, I'm excited about when we go to the Black Hills for Sturgis. Yeah. We're flying oh, yeah. uh, Lori right. Rogers and her daughter Liv. Liv is a cystic fibrosis survivor, she's, no but way. she's active. And so she's in D.C. all the time because by active, I don't only mean an active advocate for mm-hmm. cystic fibrosis. 
But if you follow this girl on socials, mm-hmm. here she lived as as normal of a life as she could in school activities, mm-hmm. athletics, you know, schoolwork, mm-hmm. all while taking all of this medication. And think about. 35 years ago, cystic fibrosis, you oh. know, hey, you're going to make it till you're 12. Sorry. And, and, yeah. and then, yeah, and then all of a sudden, so here's this girl in her 20s, mm. and man, more active than me. Yeah. I can't wait to hear that no, story. Right. Uh, Nicole Fisher, you mentioned. Nicole um, Fisher. Coash, Aaron yeah. Davis. There's others we're excited to announce. Clay Anderson, yeah. we can say that, astronaut. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I, we have others I'd love to share, but, you know, in this day and age of. Well, people get busy, and yeah. we're, we are nobodies. This mm-hmm. is going to be out the gate just because we are genuinely fascinated about shit, and maybe we find out some things and we learn some. Maybe a lot of people listen. Maybe nobody listens. We don't right. care. I don't think the goal is to be the most popular on earth, but it's to share a cool-ass story, fly around, have some fun, drink some food. My goal is for you to be able to know. land the plane. Oh, God. Wow. If I'm to really take that in right now, that's two years away. That's, I don't think so. Well, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude, it's been fun. Yeah, man. All right, love you, bro. Yeah. We'll talk love to you later. Too.